welcome back to another episode of Wellbound. We are your host, Brooke Snyder and Peyton Janacek. And today's episode is all about our reflections for 2023. So a little bit about what we've learned this year, some triumphs, tribulations, and our goals going into 2024. So with that, I will go ahead and kind of get started. But I feel like the overall gist is I think a lot of us at the end of the year focus so much on setting goals for the upcoming year and we kind of forget to reflect on all that we've accomplished or what we've learned in the in the year prior. So I think that's kind of why we wanted to do this episode and hopefully have it be something a little bit different than the, just the typical, okay, here are our goals for the next year with a laundry list of things that we want to accomplish. Right. Yeah. I think it gets kind of lost that we tend to like want more and more and more, but we kind of forget to take a step back and look at all the things that we've done. Cause I think about even like the past two years and I'm like, oh my gosh, even like not this year, but in 2022, I'm like, oh my gosh, we both like bought houses and did all these things and kind of got like settled as adults. I feel like, and now we're kind of in the swing of things where it's good to, yeah, stop at the end of the year and, and reflect back and make sure that we're also noticing and um, acknowledging all the accomplishments that we've had. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even as I was writing some of these down, just like as touch points for me to talk about, I was like, wow, like all of that happened this year. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's something that you guys can practice in your own homes or this time of year and just kind of really reflect and take, take a look at, Hey, what have I done this year? What are some things that I've learned? Um, what are some accomplishments I've had? And then how do I want to take this momentum into next year? Maybe how you want to add on to that goal or maybe you have a completely new goal. So anyways, I'll go ahead and get started. I want to start with my business. So teammate nutrition is um, my private practice. It's what I do full time. Um, And so I know I've mentioned in the past that I am the dietitian for um, a local university here in town. It's the University of Nebraska, Omaha. And that all came about officially this this year this summer and I work with four of the college teams so the men's hockey team the men's and women's basketball team and their volleyball team and it's just something that I absolutely enjoy and love and am really proud of that that's a contract that I closed this year Um, the work that I've been doing there has been going really well and I absolutely love working with the performance staff and the student athletes and yeah, it's just something that I'm super excited to continue kind of like growing in and continuing to kind of bring new education pieces to the table with my student athletes. So that is the first thing that you guys may or may not have already known about. But the second thing on my list is new, but really exciting. Um, I am the registered dietitian for the Omaha Supernovas. And if you do not know what that is, they are a new professional volleyball team coming to Omaha, Nebraska. Um, This is with a new pro volleyball league that's coming to the States and that's called the Pro Volleyball Federation. Um, This league is actually backed by some pretty big names like Joe Burrow and his family and Jason Derulo. And so I'm really excited to be a part of the inaugural season and we'll be working with the Supernovas on their human performance team. What I think is really cool about the league in general is that it's set up like the NFL or the NBA. Um, And I really think that this will be the next like real opportunity for volleyballers to continue their careers in the States. So 
as of right now, if you want to play professional volleyball, you have to go overseas to do that for, for those of you guys who aren't, who don't have like the volleyball knowledge, I guess. But if you finish your collegiate career and maybe you want to go play professional volleyball, you have to go overseas. So somewhere like Italy, Turkey, Russia, Germany, Puerto Rico, places like that to, to play professionally. And there's not actually a league in the States. Um, and so what I think the pro volleyball federation is aiming to do is form a league that sticks And I really genuinely do believe in kind of what they're bringing to the table. And I'm really excited to be working with the Supernovas on their human performance team. So yeah, I can kind of say that I am a, I'm the RD for a professional athletics organization. And I think that that's really cool. And it's always been a really big goal of mine. I've worked with professional athletes in the past, but never in, in this capacity with Mm -hmm. the whole team. So I'm super excited about that. And my third thing is starting the podcast. Um, I know this is something that we've been talking about for almost a year and I'm just really proud of us for taking the leap and really proud of the success that we've generated thus far. I mean, I think we both talk about this all the time, but we have more listens and downloads than I would have ever expected at this point. And I just, I really do genuinely love doing this with you. Yeah. It is so fun. Yeah. Um, so those are some things kind of in 2023 that I would consider successes in my career. Um, and I kind of have one in particular that is kind of my lesson. So this is something that I've been reluctant to talk about, but I would really hate to only bring up the good and then leave out the challenging aspect of business or life. Um, so to make this very long story short, I was asked to be a part of a new ownership group for a meal prep company in early 2022 and things didn't work out. We had to close the business this fall and it's just been one of the most challenging things. I mean, emotionally, because ultimately failing really sucks and financially because the effects of decisions like this can linger for months, if not years. And I don't know. That's really all I want to say about the situation. And maybe I'll talk about it more in depth some other time. Um, But although it's been extremely difficult, I have learned so much about business people and how I want to approach potential opportunities in the future. So yeah, big lesson that I've learned this year. Yeah. I think it's just important that we, again, we talk about reflecting, but I think there's so many times throughout the year where, you know, Brooke and I, um, talk about like, gosh, we just don't feel like we're doing enough. And we feel like maybe we're kind of like pedaling in the same place and we're not getting anywhere. And then things like this happen where it's like pro volleyball teams and like big schools, you know, Omaha's the largest city in Nebraska. And those are big deals. And especially when you own your own business, um, you know, some of the things that in decisions you have to make, like there's going to be things that don't work out and things that you're like, well, I really wish I wouldn't have stepped in that puddle. Um, but then there's going to be other things that you're like, wow, I am truly the only one with this opportunity right now. And it's huge. Yeah. And thank you for saying that. Cause I, I am like looking back, I think this was a really good practice for me, mm-hmm. um, because I can get, And maybe I even should have started with my lesson and ended with my (laughs) successes. But um, I think that some of the things that I have had to kind of deal with and grow through have been just as integral to some of those really successful like dream contracts that I've closed this year. And 
I do ultimately think that you, you don't grow without having to face or overcome some failures, Mm -hmm. um, road bumps, challenges, whatever you want to call it in life. But, but yeah, as far as business and teammate nutrition and well-bound, I think for the, the goals that I have, we're, we're doing okay. We're doing pretty good. Yeah. 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 And I want to point out that initially we were like, let's say our successes and our failures. And then we changed failures to lessons because we figured like, we don't really need to call them failures. They're just lessons that we learn along the way and we grow from them. And that's the point of them. So yeah, Peyton says we, and that was her idea. (laughs) I had, I wrote down failures and she said, I just wrote down lessons because, and kind of went into her spiel. And I was like, you know what? That is a really good way to look at this. So, so thank you, Peyton. Yeah. So I'll kind of go into my business side and then I'll trickle into personal stuff too. Um, so business side, giving kind of a refresh on kind of what my day-to-day looks like. I am a full-time wellness coordinator for Duncan Aviation, which is a maintenance repair and overhaul shop. Um, it's the largest privately owned MRO. So that MRO is that maintenance repair overhaul shop in, um, the world. So really, really cool opportunity for me to get to oversee employee wellness for the entire company. We have, I think now close to 2,900 employees last I heard. Um, and multiple locations, we have health centers that we work with. We have fitness centers on site, very, very progressive and cool business to be in because they're invested in their wellness program. Um, and I think one of the cool things that I got to experience this year is I was promoted from a wellness specialist to a wellness coordinator, which is kind of to the extent of where I can go in my position, which honestly, I just want to stay there. Like I'm not trying to be the CEO of the company or anything at all. I love the wellness realm and being in that aspect and kind of being able to utilize my skills as a dietitian there. Um, And so that was really cool for me and kind of a cool step to get offered that promotion um, and be able to accept that just in my second year of being there. Yeah. And I will just kind of like toot Peyton's horn a little bit too. Anyone that I have talked to, whether that's in the like professional realm, not that I interact with people at Duncan all the time, but like you said, there's 2,900 employees and Lincoln's a fairly small town. Um, So I, you know, I do sometimes in the community see people with Duncan Aviation t-shirts on and Mm -hmm. I always ask if they know you and every single time they're like, oh my gosh, yes, we love Peyton. Like she is just so great and like does such a great job in her role and has taught me so much and everyone just has a really positive thing to say about you. And so I don't know. I know that you have done like leaps and bounds for that program. And so I do think it's something you should really be proud of. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy because so we have 2,900 employees total. We have like 1,700 in Lincoln, but still like that's a lot lot. of people. Um, And so typically everywhere you go, like somebody knows somebody who works at Duncan or whatever. And it's funny, um, Kane and my husband, he sells cars and the amount of people that he sold cars to that work at Duncan. And then he's like, oh, do you know my wife, Peyton? And they're like, oh yeah, she sends us all those emails. She's like the wellness girl. Um, and so it's kind of fun to be known a little bit in the community that way, just because I am the only one in Lincoln in that role. Um, and so that's been really cool. And then obviously in addition to my full-time job, kind of more of that corporate realm is Peachy Plate Nutrition, which is my private practice. And 
just some of the successes in that. I mean, we're both just in like our second year really of having private practice. And obviously mine is extremely part-time and it's just after hours that I'm not in my full-time job. Um, so something I think has been a huge success for me is figuring out kind of what I want to say yes to and how many clients I want to take and and knowing when to say yes and, you know, that kind of thing and still having that steady stream of um, clientele and things like that. So I think that's kind of a fun, a fun way to kind of just honor what I've done with PG Plate so far. Yeah, absolutely. And then with that, um, my lessons. So... I really wrote down a lot of personal lessons, but they kind of go hand in hand with business and personal. Yeah, go ahead. Um, And so these kind of like three things, four things are, again, just a blend of both. So something I notice is that I am not the most patient or flexible person in the world. And I actually, um, we had to do, it's called Emergenetics. It's kind of like Clifton Strengths. You find out what your what your strengths are and your weaknesses. And we do it at Duncan for um, our team members. And my Emergenetics profile shows that I'm very not flexible as a human being. And at first I was very offended to learn that. I was like, what? I'm flexible. <laughs> but if you look at all of the other aspects of me, like it makes sense. I'm very type A. Um, which doesn't lend well to being super flexible. I'm flexible in the means of like, yeah, I'll take like opinions, whatever. But when it comes to like, hey, this is our plan and now we're going to 180 and go a different direction. Uh, that's not super cool with me usually. <laughs> um, and so when things do take those unexpected turns, I tend to get very overwhelmed and tend to kind of sink into this negative pit. Um, and I notice that, like I feel myself getting into it. And Brooke and I were talking earlier that it's kind of this time of year. So the winter time, it's dark outside. I feel like there's not enough time in the day and I just lose my patience. And especially around the holidays, there's just a lot going on. And I notice I find myself, I'm like, gosh, all I do is complain. Like I literally only complain. I wouldn't say that. I just feel like you get pulled in a lot of different directions this time of year. Yeah. And it's a lot for anyone to balance. And I, I know that you're somebody who takes charge of a lot of situations and meaning that like you're typically the planner or the person like coordinating. And I just think that that can be a lot for one person. So, yeah. And so I think in addition to, that really in this again really goes hand in hand with like personal and business but is learning to say no and setting boundaries and I feel like I've tried to test the waters a little bit this year with that and like setting boundaries for myself and especially now um, and this is a little bit on the more personal side but like planning to have a baby like you really have to be able to set those boundaries so that I'm not overwhelmed and like compromising my own mental health for somebody else's right So those are kind of the things that I'm going to work on. I think just in terms of like business wise, like one thing I do really need to work on, especially with Peachy Plate is being a little bit more organized and like the running the business side, because it's fun to like run the side where you're like meeting with clients and taking notes and all that. And then there's this, the business side where it's like, okay, I got to make sure I keep track of my financials and do all these different things that are really easy to like not focus on. Yeah, especially when I wholeheartedly agree with you there, just because I think it's really difficult 
because that's not either of our passions. No. Either, none of our passions are accounting mm-hmm. and like finance. And I think sometimes that probably like frustrates Matt, honestly, because um, he he's a CPA. So he mm-hmm. helps me a lot with my accounting. But yeah, it's like not the side of the business that I'm super passionate about. So I think it's either um, in the beginning stages of business, figuring out how you can organize that yourself or even if you have the like luxury or means to outsource it. Right. Um, you can always do that too. Yeah, I definitely know I'm going to have to talk to somebody else about doing my taxes this year because I typically always do ours and like I would do Canaan's and I would do mine and now that we're married and there's an element of like, are we going to file jointly and then I have a business and so that's an aspect of it and so I just... I don't know. I'm going to probably need some help there. Um, But then if we want to go into the same thing on the personal side, like successes, and I already talked about like my lessons, but if you want to add yours to that. um, So first on my list of personal things is that I had a goal this year to really travel. Growing up, um, I traveled a little bit. Like we went to a couple bowl games, which was super fun. And we would go on a couple family like trips to Montana and South Dakota and things like that. But I really haven't had the opportunity to travel as an adult because I've just been in school the whole time. And like, we don't have money when we're in school. Um, And so I knew, we knew, Kanan and I, that we planned to start a family shortly after like we got married. We had already made that decision. Um, didn't know exactly when, but I knew that, okay, this is probably my last year to get to just like run around and and travel if I want to do that for a little bit, at least by myself. Um, and so I went a lot of places last year. I went to Dallas. Um, that was where I had my bachelorette party. So Brooke was with me there. Um, Jamaica, Keenan and I went on our honeymoon to Jamaica and it was like the best time. Provo, Utah, it was a work thing, but I always loved going out there and I could hike and all of that because they have the mountains out there. Um, we went to Kansas City. Brooke was with me for this one too um, for our Beef Council trip. We had a sponsored trip with the Beef Council. They sent us out to KC and uh, Kansas City and we were able to learn a lot from them. That was really fun. Um, after that, we went to San Diego, which I was also with Brooke on this one because that was her bachelorette party. That was super fun um, out in California. We got to stay like really close and on the boardwalk. Um, and then me and another girlfriend went to Nashville and that was another fun trip. I've not really gone on a lot of girls trips throughout the years. And so this year it was really fun to get to be able to do that. And then after that, Kanan and I went to Lollapalooza in Chicago. So we went to the music festival there. Super, super fun. Um, we've been there in the past, but it was kind of fun to go again as adults when we actually had some money to like get churros and like whatever we wanted from the food stands. Um, then after that, I went to Atlanta, Georgia. Well, it was in Brasselton, but flew into Atlanta, um, for a work trip through Duncan. Uh, it was a sponsored event with Marathon Health, who's our partner for our healthcare system. And then last I went to Denver most recently, that was in October And I went there for FENCI, which is the Food Nutrition Conference and Expo, which is the largest like nutrition conference, I think, in the world. Um, And it's a great place for dietitians to get CPEUs or continuing education credits. So I was just able to travel a lot. And I really loved being able to do that. And I know Brooke is probably going to talk about that, too, because she got to travel a little bit as well. Um, But 
in addition to being able to travel. So again, that was one of my goals and I'm really, really happy that I did it now knowing, okay, I'm pregnant and I'm going to have a baby and we're not doing a lot of traveling next year. Um, but with that, we got married. So got married in April, um, which means that I successfully planned a wedding, which was a large feat. And also if you haven't um, listened, we do have a podcast episode on wedding planning. Um, We talk about kind of just the things that we had to go through, the expectations, navigating some of that with confidence. Um, And so definitely listen to that if you are interested. Um, So got married, planned a wedding, really focused on positivity. So trigger warning, um, talking about pregnancy loss, just for a second. Um, But I had mentioned in the episode about being pregnant, how we had lost our first pregnancy immediately before our current one. Um, And I just think it was a really hard time for Keenan and I, especially so early after our marriage. And we just did a really good job of working as a team to get through that. Um, I feel like we did a really good job of allowing ourselves to grieve that process, but also being positive and optimistic for the future. And look where we are now. You know, we're 17 weeks along with our baby girl and everything is looking great so far. So just trying to stay positive about that. Um, But I think it was a really good time for us to, again, just like lift each other up and try to work as a team. And again, so early into a marriage, I know that that can be really uh, a trying time for a lot of people. And so I'm glad we were able to do that. So with that, another success is I'm growing a baby now. Um, and so we, like I had mentioned, really knew that we wanted to start our family um, and expand our family shortly after getting married. We've been together for 11 years now. And so it was kind of just like getting done with school, starting our jobs, um, getting married, and then kind of establishing that. And we were ready to move forward. So Super excited to be at that point in our lives now. Um, and yeah, and so I think that is kind of a, a good time to reflect on some of those personal aspects of your life too. Because again, I think we think a lot about how was I successful in business and how, you know, how much money did I make and how much blah, 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 like what did I do? And I think it's really important to take a step back and focus on some of the the personal items, you know, what friendships did you build? Like, what did you get to experience? What did you um, maybe challenge yourself with that you were able to to conquer or succeed in? Um, but yeah, and I do notice that I didn't mention that we launched Wellbound, which I feel like is kind of personal and business. Um, but yeah, launching Wellbound was a really fun one. We've been talking about it for I don't know, a while. It kind of got brought up. And we're like, ah, that'd be funny. And then we're like, uh, maybe we should actually do that. Yeah, like maybe that thought actually could be something that we take semi-seriously. Yeah, and I'd say it's a success because, like, when we brought it up, I was like, how are we going to do this? Like, we don't know what equipment we need. We don't know how to edit our podcast. We don't know how to... I kind of forget about that it stage was a of lot. the process. Like, we had to really sit down for hours and hours to kind of figure out what that would actually look like. Well, yeah, because we kind of had to take a break for a little bit too because we made all these plans and then we had kind of a timeline and we wanted to actually launch it like mid-summer, but then we had wedding stuff and we're like, let's just push it a little bit back. But I think also something that was stalling us was just learning how to use the equipment because we are not, again, just like in business, we're not accountants, whatever. We are not like 
IT people either. Oh my gosh, no. And we sat there and had to figure out like what connectors we needed and what like, I don't even know what this device is called that we have, an adapter of some sort, but we needed it in order to (laughs) translate our voices to the computer. Yeah, I feel like we still, every time we plug in all our equipment, it's like, we're still like, okay, wait, this goes here. Yeah. And this like plugs into this and how do we use this? But yeah, it comes together. Yeah. And so I think that's, I mean, just a huge success again, personally and professionally, because I feel like it's fun for us to connect as friends, but then we also get the business aspect where it is, you know, part of the business things that we're doing. Um, But yeah, so I think that was, um, I don't know, just kind of a fun, a fun time for us to kind of figure out what we wanted to do with this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I may jump into some yeah, personal things. Yeah, go into your personal okay, stuff. Okay, cool. Um, so like Peyton, I mean, we had pretty similar years mm-hmm. because we're really close friends, but it just so happened that, yeah, we both got married this year. So I too um, planned a wedding successfully and am really proud of the planning that Matt and I did. Um, I know I am biased, but I really did love our wedding and am, of course, like, so happy with the the party we threw um and the details and the coordinating you know everything and everyone with all the travel plans but i'm also really proud of the work that we put in before the big day so like our premarital counseling with our priest we we live in lincoln and had to drive to omaha for this which is like an hour each way so when you're doing that you know weekly or bi-weekly like that's that's a t- you know a time commitment outside of our businesses and and lives and I actually really enjoyed the premarital counseling or prep. And as a part of our prep in the Catholic church, we also went on like a weekend retreat to prepare for marriage and talk through some pretty big and like serious topics like finances, family dynamics, attacking hardship or potential hardship, future plans and ideas and like principles that are important to our future family. Also, how do we approach, you know, if we aren't able to conceive Um, And I think both of us didn't really know what to expect on the retreat, but we really immersed ourselves in the entire process. And I actually do really think it helped us grow as a couple. Um, You also write really like sweet letters to each other at the end of the weekend. And I just think that it was so like meaningful and so special and really set us up for this like foundational success of marriage. Not that we haven't been building that for the last six years, but um yeah, I just feel like the prep that we really put into ourselves and our upcoming marriage is something that I'm really proud of. Um, we have also been renovating our townhome. And although we aren't finished, I'm really proud of what we've accomplished just by ourselves, like with no help, because we have done everything on our own. So we have like repainted the entire thing. We like this includes all of the walls we put new baseboards in, we painted all of the like window trim as well as the doors and door frames. And then we redid our laundry room. So this included like paint, baseboards, floor, shelving, everything. Um, so really there's just a few things that we want to do that are left. We, we have a couple things that we want to finish painting and then we may tackle either some painting in bathrooms or just trying to kind of like revitalize those a little bit. But I am really proud of what we've been able to squeeze in in what I feel like is mere seconds and minutes of, you know, the weeks and months that 
that we get of quote unquote free time. Um, so yeah, really proud of ourselves. And I wish I would have taken a lot more before and after photos because it really does look like a brand new space in here. Um, but like Peyton said, prioritizing travel was really important to me in 2023. And I'll just list off some of the places that I have been to. Matt and I went to Park City, Utah with one of the best men and his family, uh, one of the best men in our wedding and then his family. And we went skiing and snowboarding there. And I actually, wait, I, I met, um, the podcaster Alex Cooper there, Mm -hmm. um, at like a whiskey bar. I forget what it's called. Oh, high West. Um, which is like so crazy. That's like the one quote unquote famous person I've ever met, but that was fun. I'm not really a snowboarder, but Matt grew up, um, close to Lake Tahoe. And so he's like skied and snowboarded his whole life. So they are like really good, but anyways, I can get by. (laughs) So I snowboarded a little bit. Matt and I also went to Fort Lauderdale for a friend's wedding that was actually on a yacht and it was so beautiful and so stunning. If you've never been to Fort Lauderdale and, like have the opportunity to like take a boat down the canals you will see some of the most like gorgeous houses and huge boats like huge yachts it is it's absolutely crazy um we went to dallas for peyton's bachelorette trip i actually didn't even have this on my list because sometimes i think about going back to texas as going back home for me yeah and so i like almost forgot that that was this year too and then peyton and i went to kansas city on the beef council trip like she mentioned, we went to San Diego for my bachelorette and then Matt and I went to Italy for our honeymoon. So we went to Venice, Florence, and then the Amalfi coast. Um, I'm probably forgetting a couple things, but we went to California for Thanksgiving to see Matt's family. And we also visited Napa Valley while we were there. And so we got to visit some wineries and actually stay in this really like beautiful hotel. I can't remember the name, but Oh my gosh. It's stunning. Like we should go. I I think I told you when I was there, like we should do this as like a girl's trip at some point. Yeah. It was just beautiful. Um, and then we actually just traveled to Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic for another friend's wedding. So I know a lot of these like travel plans are surrounding like friend's weddings, but when they do destinations, you still feel like you can get, you know, some time to really see the sites explore or even just have like some quality time Mm -hmm. with each other. And, Like Peyton mentioned, we said we wanted to do this before starting a family. And so I do really feel fortunate to have done a lot of this in 2023. This is not like a pregnancy announcement or anything, but (laughs) just like before um, we decide to take that next step, like with our family, we, we said that we wanted to travel a lot and we feel really fortunate that we were able to do that. So, yeah. 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 And so with that, um, any personal lessons that you want to include? Oh gosh, I didn't really write anything down, but this is kind of goes into one of my goals for next year. I feel like with owning a business and trying to establish like a really good daily and weekly routine, especially when you own like a private practice where like none of my days look the same. Mm -hmm. And I know I tie this back to my experience being a college athlete, but all of my days were very similar and very structured. And I mean, even in kind of like high school and growing up too, like you would know you have school and then this practice on these days and it was all really structured and laid out. And sometimes I feel like with my own private practice, I struggle to set for myself to create that a little bit more of a rigid structure, honestly. 
And there are pros and cons to that because I really want things to be fluid. But at the same time, I know, I know I thrive with a little bit more structure. I just think that I'm still navigating how to create that for myself. So, um, that's kind of a lesson, but also a goal that I want to take into 2024 is just establishing like a better business, but also better personal routine, um, and holding myself accountable to that. Um, so yeah, I'd say that. Do you want to continue with your goals or do you want me to? I can go ahead into, yeah, into my, really the only goal I wrote down. I kind of struggled with, I haven't really sat down and done my full goal setting um, kind of session I have with myself at the end of each year. Cause I do kind of like to use the end of each year as a good like bookmark to reflect and then set goals. But the one that I, it feels crazy saying out loud and I'll give a little backstory. I plan to run a marathon in 2024 and <laughs> I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> speechless and you may feel like, Oh, like she sounds a little hesitant when saying this goal. That's because I am, I am a little hesitant, but I'm going to do it. My best childhood friend, her name is Sarah. She called me out of the blue one random day and said something I did not expect her to say, which was, Hey, like I'm just calling to ask if you would want to run a marathon with me in 2024. And I was kind of like, okay, you know, I'll, let me, th-. she was like, you don't have to say yes right now. Like just think on it. And I was kind of like, oh, that may be good for me. Like in terms of developing that routine and structure, like maybe mm-hmm. if I'm working towards a goal, even if it is like a physical goal, maybe that'd be good for me. And so I was like, well, I'm leaning towards yes. And she was like, well, I'm thinking about running it Febu- in February. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And this was like in what, October, November? Oct- like late October, early yeah. November. And so she lives in Texas. I live in Nebraska. And so I said, I called her back, you know, at the end of the week. And I was like, hey, here's what I'm thinking. I don't think I'd be able to adequately train in the months of November, December, January, and February in Nebraska. So if you'd want to pick a later date, you know, I'd consider it. And I looked at, you know, some of the marathon locations and dates. And um, I was kind of expecting her to say like, oh, I'm pretty dead set on the February one. So I'll just, I'll just go ahead and do that on my own. And she was like, oh, well, I'll just, what if I come up to Lincoln and we run the one in May, the marathon in May. (laughs) So I was like, okay. Like she's, she's really serious about like doing this together. And so I actually do think it'll be a fun process um, to kind of honestly for us to get to communicate a little bit more. Cause like I said, she's my best childhood friend, but life and work and everything gets in the way. And so even if we're just talking about training, it'll kind of give us a really good reason to check in with each other a little bit more. And so this is kind of the first time I'm saying it out loud, but it is a big goal for me in 2024. And I've started like easing in to some training. Um, and I did some like intervals today and I, I ran outside of the intervals today that I did on the treadmill. I ran like, um, probably seven and a half miles this week. And so I'm like, Hey, not too bad. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my one like main goal that I've, I have committed to. I have committed to it. Um, I just need to now like really embrace it and start to like set a training schedule. So that's the one big one. I'm sure I will have more as the year comes to a close, but I haven't really sat down with myself and prioritized what those are for both business and personal. I think right now I'm just trying to kind of um, 
get to the holidays and finish, yeah. finish all the things and check all the boxes I need to check. So that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any, I'm not going to be running a marathon in May. I will be having a You'll baby. You'll be having a baby, May. which is um, <laughs> arguably harder. <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to be way know. harder. <laughs> I mean, I actually, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out, right? I guess like, we'll find maybe out. We'll it's the easiest, maybe it's like the easiest thing. Who knows? We'll see. We'll compare results. My mom always said, um, this is kind of a funny story, and then I'll let you get into your goals. Um, growing up, you know, you always like ask your mom, like, oh my gosh, what is it like, like having a baby? And my mom did both of her births, like unmedicated, which like go her. I, I don't know if I'll be able to do that in the future, but she was like, oh, you know, it just, it just feels like a sprained ankle, like a bad <laughs> sprained ankle. Then I sprained my ankle in like, I don't know, like sixth or eighth grade. And I had like a little hairline fracture along with it. And Oh man, like it was the worst pain to date, you know, in my life in mm-hmm. terms of sixth or eighth grade. So it's like, I don't know if I can have kids. Like th- that was painful. And so I don't know. You have people who say that and then people who are like, oh my gosh, no, I labored for forever. And yeah, I think that diff- there's just so many different You'll be good. You'll experiences. Be good. Yeah. Positive vibes. It'll be only. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do I get terrified every now and again? Yes. And then I just have to be like, you know, that's a deal for another day because I shouldn't worry about that right now. No, not yet. Um, but going into my goals for the next year, these are actually extremely different from the, what they've been in the past. Um, obviously, you know, we graduated from grad school, like what, two years ago now. And, um, I just feel like every year since then and even before prior to then, like our, my goals have been different every year. Um, and a lot of them have always been associated with those successes and completing, you know, a job and getting a raise and getting a promotion and getting the internship and getting my degree and getting this and that. And that was always kind of the thing that I wanted to do. And this year I want to, spin it a different way I think and I guess first this is kind of activity related but my first goal is kind of more of a lighthearted one but it's increased activity for the second half of my pregnancy um, I haven't talked about this a lot because for quite a few episodes you guys didn't know that I was pregnant I think I've been pregnant pretty much the whole time we've podcasted yeah um, and so that was obviously very early on and So I haven't openly talked about it, but now that I know you guys know, I can talk about it. So um, the first 14 weeks of my pregnancy, I was extremely nauseous and had like so much fatigue and I just was not able to do all the things that I can normally do, which is absolutely fine. And I know that's very common Um, and I'm fortunate to not feel nauseous like that anymore because I know some people go through that for the entirety of their pregnancy. So very fortunate for that, but I wasn't able to exercise. I always said like, oh, I'll be the person who like continues to exercise. And I think I literally said this in my pregnancy episode was like, I really want to, you know, focus on my nutrition and I really want to stay consistent in the gym. And that just like was not possible. Like the, the sheer nausea, mac and cheese sometimes was the best I could do. And I couldn't even make it like Canaan had to make it. Oh my gosh. And I would go through phases where I'm like, oh, this sounds good. And I would like literally spend the time to make the meal. And then I would sit down and I couldn't eat it. And that is like horrendous. Demoralizing. (laughs) When you have no energy and you're spending what energy you have to make this meal. That sounds so good. And then you sit down and I would sit down with Kanan to eat it. And I'm like, Kanan, I just can't eat it. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Because it just, you just can't. 
And if you know, and you've been there, then you're like, yep, I know what you're talking about. Um, it's kind of like similar to when you have a stomach bug and you're like trying to get over it and nothing sounds good, but you have that for like 14 weeks. And so I was never like physically sick. Like I never vomited or anything like that, but I was just, I felt like I could pretty much the whole time. So it was very hard for me to like do all these things that I really wanted to do. So that's why a big goal of mine is to start prioritizing getting back in the gym. I've already started doing that and it is insane how much my muscle tone has depleted. Um, I definitely like used to be able to just throw around like 40 pounds when I was like doing leg stuff. And now I'm like, okay, the fives will do, the tens will do, and that's enough for me. So we're just going to have to ease back into it. And I'm giving myself grace in that, but I do want to kind of pick up the activity for the second half of my pregnancy, at least while I'm able and while I'm feeling well. Um, In addition to that kind of focusing or shifting my focus to family. Um, Again, I usually focus a lot more on like work and achievements and what I can do to grow professionally. And I just think that this year with the situation and, you know, life space that I'm in right now, the goals are going to be a little bit different. And so focusing on what, you know, Kanan and I can do as as a new family. And when we bring our baby girl into the world, like what we can do as a family, slowing down is an addition to that. And another goal, because I just move too fast sometimes. And then I get caught up in it. I'm proud of you for saying that. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's easy to kind of just be like, Oh, well I can't be sitting around. I'll just do the next thing. Peyton is the queen. I've said this before of multitasking and like just being so productive like I, I really do like, I shouldn't say envy her. Like I really look up to her in that aspect. And so I do think that just with all the new change that like will be coming, it'll, it'll be important to just kind of slow down and yeah. soak in all the like fun new moments with your new little family. Yeah. And that's, that kind of plays into like those lessons of being able to set boundaries and say no and um, whatever, because a lot of times it's even me just offering my time because I don't really do well just like sitting around. I always want to be doing something. Otherwise, I feel like I've like wasted my day or I've wasted my time or I'm not progressing in any certain direction. And if you are like a workhorse, like a lot of us are, you probably understand that and are like, yeah, I do the same thing. Um, So slowing down is going to be a big one. And then just again, in addition, these are all very different than what I've talked about in the past years. Um, But the last one is really taking care of myself after um, our baby's born. So that doesn't mean trying to rip myself back into shape, you know, be bounced back into my like pre-pregnancy body. That means giving myself grace and patience and time um, to make sure that I heal and that I feel comfortable and just making sure that, again, I'm taking care of myself after that because I know that's going to be a very crucial time. Yeah, just to, because I know we've talked on like smart goals in the past and maybe you haven't set some of these yet, but do you have any like tangible ways that you plan to take care of yourself after like baby's born? Or are you still kind of trying to conceptualize what that'll look like? I think it's just going to all depend on how I feel. Um, You know, I would love to be the person that's like, wow, you know, my pregnancy and my birth was very easy and I was able to you know, once I got cleared at my six week appointment or whatever, I was able to get back into the gym and whatever, but it's really just going to have to 
be whatever I feel like. I know there's a lot of women who struggle and they're still healing after like way more than six weeks and that's totally fine. And so I don't want to set expectations for myself and feel like I failed myself if I don't hit them. Right. Um, So I think I'm just going to gauge it and really figure out, okay, especially, you know, even if I'm healed and I'm like, we just cannot figure out our routine. Like we don't have it down. Maybe our baby will be colicky and be up all the time. And then I'm like, I'm not going to go force myself to do something I'm not comfortable with. Maybe that's just going to be like going on walks, you know, maybe that's just pushing the stroller around instead of going and actually like doing some strength training, um, at least in the start. Right. Yeah. Well, just so you know, I'm right down the street. If you ever need just either you feel like you need time to yourself or even time to just go to the gym without having to worry, whatever that looks like, I'm your girl. I'm happy to step in and, uh, babysit miss miss girl yeah we're actually excited we're gonna transition i think our gym um to the new one that's being built literally across the street because they do have they're gonna have child care and it's oh, like after nice. six weeks you can like bring your kiddo in there and so i was like kane and we need to both have like the best membership so that we can do that because like it will be so nice to be able to just like take our time and do that if we want to especially while i'm on maternity leave and he's at work for example because he's you know only going to probably have two weeks and I'm not going to want to sit around the house all day. Um, and so I think that'll be really nice for us to have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. hundred percent. Or you can call me. Yeah. Either or, way. <laughs> or I'll just be like, meet us on the trail. We're going to be out here. Yeah. No, I plan on going on lots of walks with you and, and baby girl and Paisley, Paisley and Rue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so those are some of my goals and I know they're probably like, oh, wow, yeah, they're really just focused around like family and stuff. But I think you get to phases in your life where you're like, okay, I really need to figure out what the priority is this year. And maybe next year, like 2025, I'm already talking like it's literally 2024, but the following year, um, maybe that'll change. And maybe I'll be like, you know, I really want to work on growing my business or doing whatever. And that we'll just figure that out as it comes. But yeah, I think actually thinking you're taking this with a really great approach and prioritizing all the right things that you should be like I didn't expect you to come in here I would not have been surprised if you came in here with a bunch of like professional goals and things that you were going to accomplish alongside your pregnancy and everything else you have going on but um, I think it's a really beautiful thing to kind of take a look at what's going on and you know put first things first and that's ultimately your family so yeah yeah yeah, that's awesome so I guess with all this said, we just really encourage you guys to reflect and not just plan ahead and be like, okay, what can I do better next year? Right. It's like, let's look back and actually write out your successes and things that you felt like you did really well in and try to find the good in a lot of those things. Like there's some things that within my successes that I'm like, well, that didn't go very well, but overall it was still a success, you know? Yeah. I think it's really important to celebrate the small stuff and Mm -hmm. the big stuff. Like what is the point of, I mean, I'm going to get a little woo woo here, but like, what is the point of life if we're not going to celebrate like our small achievements, big achievements and like the journey along the way. So yeah, I just think it's important to kind of reflect and kind of write some things down that were important to you that you feel like you accomplished or maybe challenges that you had that Mm -hmm. you got through and you're proud of yourself for getting through those or putting together a really great plan of how to get through those. And so, yeah, just take some time. Um, 
at the end of, you know, 2023 or beginning, you know, even beginning of 2024 and just take time to reflect and then, yeah, maybe write down a, a couple goals that, that you'd like to prioritize for, for the following year. So. Yeah. I think it's important to note to be gentle with yourself. And again, our failures are maybe not failures. We might see them as failures, but take them as like lessons instead. You know, these things happened for a reason for me to learn from them, right? There's things that I realized like, oh, I could probably do better on that next time by doing X, Y, Z, not a failure. It was a lesson for you. Um, And so I think it's really important to write down your good things, write down your lessons, and then set those goals after the fact. And, you know, give yourself some time to figure out, okay, this is what went well. This is what maybe didn't go as planned. And then what are my new plans for the next year? Love it. Okay. Well, um, as usual, follow us on Instagram at Wellbound Podcast. And also give us a like if you like the content that we're putting out. If you guys have any suggestions for episodes, you can DM us on Instagram. You can also You can also put those in the review box yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Um, and the ratings and reviews really do help us out as a show. So we would love to see maybe some of the like suggestions of topics that we could cover in the future from you there in the, the review box on Apple podcast. It just takes, um, less than a minute and yeah, would, we'd be really grateful if you would take the time to kind of leave us a rating or review or DM us on Instagram. Either way works. Yeah. Cool. Well, we will talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.